Hey, this is the Fat Boy Show. I'm Fat Boy here with Olive. It's a beautiful Wednesday, isn't it? Despite the cold, hey, the excellent music that we play for you here on RX Radio will definitely warm you up. There's so much of it, not just on this program, but also on the RX Mix coming up right after this five hours of straight awesome RX goodness. It is hosted by Kosha, who started hosting the show a few days ago. And uh, the RX Mix will be followed by The Groove with Crystal. And thereafter, Mr. Skills on the RX Talk 10. And then, uh, you know, crowning it off the night stream to help you relax into the darkness of the night. <laughs> well, this is the Fat Boy Show. We like to look at how Uganda is sometimes a difficult place to live in. Sometimes we feel as though Uganda is a weird place, you know. Um, journalists are oppressed. Regular people oppressed. These are the kinds of things that people like to say about Uganda. But for all the things we think are wrong about Uganda, you might be surprised to hear this. But apparently a lot of the things that are wrong here are also happening in other countries. Really? So if anything, that might help to offer you some perspective on how you should deal with your situation in Uganda. Maybe as bad as you think it is, perhaps others have it as equally bad or in some cases worse. Mm-hmm. Let's look at what's happening in Poland. Poland now is a you know, they've come a long way. They are now an advanced country. They're in Europe, member of the European Union. Uh, we did speak to a person from Poland. Uh, she was a guest on this show, someone called Anna Maria. If you check uh, some of the earlier episodes in the podcast, uh, you will uh, hear our conversation with uh, this lady from Poland who told us about life there. But as it is, they are a developed country, or so you would think. <laughs> because it seems like recent developments are showing us that uh, Poland might not be quite as advanced as we'd like to think. A renowned Polish writer and journalist is apparently going to face up to three years in prison. There's a high likelihood that this renowned writer and journalist from Poland will face up to three years in prison for the -hmm. crime of calling President Andrzej Duda a moron (laughs) in a Facebook post. Really? Back in November. Don't we do that to Museveni all the time? But we don't call him names, do we? Uh, well, he's been given various nicknames by those who aren't such huge okay, fans. Okay, sometimes we may say dictator, <laughs> but that's a, an English word that has been uh, normalized. Uh, that's true. Um, but in this case, this Polish writer and journalist called their president a moron. <sighs> he accused the president of failing to understand the U.S. electoral process in a tweet to Joe Biden. Uh, the president's tweet... Uh, stopped short of recognizing uh, Biden's victory pending the Electoral College confirmation. Uh, However, he hailed Biden's successful campaign. Poland has made it a crime to insult state leaders and religion, in case you didn't know. You don't say. (laughs) Yeah, so following the U.S. media reports of a presidential victory for Biden, as early as the 7th of November, most uh, media outlets were calling the election for Biden. Well, as that was happening, President Duda tweeted... Congratulations to Joe Biden for a successful presidential campaign. As we await the nomination by the Electoral College, Poland is determined to keep upkeep high-level and high-quality uh, strategic partnership for an even stronger alliance. So, the tweet implies that the president of Poland wasn't yet in full recognition of Biden's victory. 
And so were many other presidents, right? Even the media in the United States. That's true. Uh, a number of presidents around the world were waiting. Um, but again, you, some would say that uh, he, this, such a president would have been feeding into the narrative that Trump at the time might have been trying to put out saying that the elections were stolen and we were going to be challenged and so so the outcome of the elections for for many weeks sort of was held in limbo because of that the refusal for trump to concede uh defeat in the election and I, so i know that but still uh it the one does not become uh, the winner until the electoral college says see, so but that's more of a formality it's like saying uh, a couple has had a kwanjula, mm-hmm. all right? They did their kwanjula today, mm-hmm. and so it's like the, what you're doing is saying to me, who might congratulate that couple upon their blissful marriage, mm-hmm. and you might say, "But they're not yet wedded." Actually, some people speak that out of ignorance because um, a traditional wedding, a traditional marriage, is recognized by the laws of this country. And in the eyes of many people, you're married. Winning the election is enough <laughs> to be declared president, even before the electoral college de- declares you to be so. In the eyes of some, is what. Okay, I'm yeah. So, um, because if you win the election on election day, if, if the day after it emerges you have the most votes, like mm. really, you you are the, most the president, the winner. <laughs> but I mean, if you must, if you must I- indulge in the. Uh, Specifics, and mm. if you want to like really get super duper, like uh, like super analytical and all that, then yeah, of course, then you wait for the electors. But. I think you have to, given what we saw in two thousand one between George W. Bush and Al Gore. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't blame the Polish president <laughs> for buying into the narrative that maybe, okay, fine. just maybe, Trump could have been the winner. And I will say that in the earlier. At least in the days following the election, it did really seem that it could go either way. Yes. For for a period of time, it felt very uncertain. Mm-hmm. And so I guess the president of Poland was exercising and or expressing his uncertainty in his tweet saying, pending electoral college confirmation. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, nonetheless, this Polish journalist who we're talking about, he didn't. He had no patience for the uh, Polish president. He tweeted, Joe Biden is the 46th president of the USA. Andrzej Duda is a moron. Okay, now that was law. It's a Piers Morgan kind of tweet. <laughs> All right, so because in Poland there are various laws that would criminalize such insults directed at a head of state, mm-hmm. and also these, these laws also apply to insults targeting religion. You're not allowed to do that under Polish law. Mm. Uh, uh, you also can't insult state symbols and they all come with potential prison terms and so this journalist and uh, writer is potentially facing three years in in prison for calling his president a moron but isn't three years a bit too much maybe a fine maybe something (sighs) but three years fat boy even a week in prison is a huge thing you know, in Uganda, because even in Uganda, and this is the funny thing, like I said earlier, we think of Poland as a modern nation. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, for all the things that are bad about or wrong about Uganda, you will not be sent to jail for calling our president a moron. Okay, try calling his mother names. 
that's different. <laughs> <laughs> but this is his mother, not the person of the president. Ooh. And Stella Nyanzi had to serve what? One year, two? In I, jail. As a, I have been made to understand that uh, the the first lady is is a lot more sensitive to insults than our own president is. Is she now? Um, but uh, that's all I've just heard from some people. But uh, our president is fairly thick skinned. Um, but I guess I, I guess you can cross a line. Until, and, yes, yes. Which Stella Nyazi obviously did. But did she deserve to serve but, a jail term? But even without, like, even without whether or not it's illegal, but just, mm. I thought it was poor form to criticize the president's mother. No, it was wrong on all accounts. It was that wrong. It, it served no purpose. It did serve uh, no purpose. But did she have to serve a jail term for that? Maybe. <laughs> because let's, let's face it, um... It almost seemed like mm-hmm. she she was r- relishing her time in prison because look if if you see yourself as a sort of social mm, agitator sort of like a political opposition type of uh, character you know jail terms a jail term is like a is like a stripe on your banner a jail term is like a badge of honor but then she says she was mistreated in there, there is nothing so I don't think it's a badge of there honor. is nothing more. Nothing gives you higher street cred, political street cred, than being in jail. Than being in jail, really. You know, like, cause now you're like a Mandela, you're <laughs> like a Martin Luther King. You're not just some <laughs> random opposition. You're you're on that level. So it's 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 more like in their circles. They're like, have you done time? Yeah. yeah. If you've not done time, then yeah. you. Ain't anything like us. I've been beaten by police. I I've was arrested. Tear what, what have you done? And obviously, you can be there with your brilliant ideas and like, oh, well, nothing. Are you see? So, who you are see, you to even say anything? Shut you, up. You've not seen nothing. You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> and the, the public is usually more sympathetic towards politicians who have suffered uh, persecution. And that's where we lose it. And that's where we lose it. And that also, I feel like, has partly contributed to the rise of what some call, um, you know, uh, tear gas politics, where, you know, I need to make sure I get into a fight with the police, get arrested, because I can then leverage that for popularity, for sympathy, for votes, and ultimately money. Uh, And so that is very sad. But sometimes the police attacks these guys without them provoking them. You're right. Um, But in the case of our friend from Poland here, well, let us hope that the courts show him some mercy. Otherwise, he could very easily be looking at three years in the coolers. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, in Chad... A court has sentenced an activist to three years in jail for writing that the country's president was seriously ill and being treated in France. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's obviously that's not good because yeah. that's not even anything particularly, mm, you know, you're not insulting the president. You're just, I guess, saying something about whether or not he's healthy. Um, uh, but the Chadian court said that. Um, the, the writing, actually, it was also a Facebook post. The court said that the writer was attacking the constitutional order. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, choose your targets and pick your fights wisely if you want to get into it on a 
social media with anybody, particularly a head of state. Always check to see that your country's laws don't provide uh, for a possible criminalization or prosecution against you for saying something that it shall deem to have been harmful to the person of the president or whatever other thing because... uh, I value freedom of speech. I value freedom of speech. I, uh, you know, I respect it. And I just hate to see a lot of people freely expressing themselves and then finding themselves in legal jeopardy. So there's a part of, uh, I, I think we are partly responsible for making sure we understand what the laws of our country are <laughs> before we say things on social media. Otherwise, you're inviting this kind of headache. I know. You remember the time when Ugandans were uh, saying and alleging, basically, that the president had cancer. I remember the thing about one of his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one got thrown into jail for that. No, no so. one did. So I think, like you said earlier, that uh, at some point, as Ugandans, there are things we have to be thankful for. I mean, you get there on your Facebook, on yeah. your Twitter, and say the president ain't... Okay, I won't swear. You call you call him all. <laughs> you name you poke fun at him. You mm-hmm. name him after characters on the telecom ads. <laughs> <laughs> what was that ad, by the way? <laughs> I think if you're listening, you would know which Katala one. <laughs> I never got that one at all. Like, I didn't even see the connection or how it was funny, but I guess... And it made... By the way... I guess some people saw some humor in it. And at some point, it made so much sense. To me, it didn't. That one that one flew over my head, but that's probably just... Maybe it was lost in translation. Exactly. Maybe it's because it was in Luganda, so I you didn't so. get it. Well, you're listening to the Fat Boy Show. Uh, and uh, on this program, yeah, we do what we do in the... English language. I hope you don't mind. Uh, Also, we play all kinds of cool music uh, for you to enjoy. And there's more of that ahead. Stay tuned.